Good morning. I just listened to your library podcast uh, and Avanti's story. Um, the library story, the theater made me laugh. It's hilarious. I have a funny Avanti story. I used to go to movies with a guy from ISU who shall remain nameless. Um, just a friend of mine. We would go to Avanti's before the movie. He would get French onion soup and he would fart in the movies like unabashedly unabashedly I think that's a word um he just didn't care and I was embarrassed and like disgusted at the same time why did I keep going with him I don't know um I've never done a vision board maybe you could do a podcast on vision boards there's many things I want from the universe and I'm trying hard to get them by meditating and visualizing and things like that but maybe I need a vision board tell us more Heidi teach us the ways Hello, it's me. Just a couple of notes about today's podcast. In the second segment, I say it's Monday, but that's not true. It's Tuesday when I recorded this, but I'm all screwed up from the three-day weekend and, you know, being basically, you know, you know, half dead for a month now. Um, everything is just mushing into one gray day, slogging through life. Uh, but I'll try to keep it light for you guys because I love you. Um, and then JT my friend that just left that voicemail that you heard. I know who you're talking about. And farting is gross. And I want to know, was your friend audibly farting? Um, Or just making stinky, like making a SPD, a silent but deadly? Because both are unacceptable. And did you ever, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Confront him. Like, hey, J.H. Ha ha. That's the person's initials. Um, Are you, how about you lay off the French onion because I don't want to smell your farts for two hours. Um, As you know, I know that person too. I'm raising my eyebrows up and down right now, you guys. That's back at the ISU days. Sometimes, you know, sometimes JT would bring somebody cute around and, you know, he was one of them. So, um, farting. It ain't cool. All right. It's not, it's not funny. It is funny. But, you know, I mean, it's not like, it's funny like once in a while or if you make your, your Alexa make fart noises. Um, that's fun. Okay. Peace out, everybody. Bye. Hello, everybody. This is Heidi B. This is the talk of the town. It is Monday. I just dropped Wolfie off for his shift, his shift uh, um, for Rockathon, which is 12 to 6. I partied it up a little bit last night. <clears throat> I mean, not overly so. We met Squirrel. Oh, I met Squirrel at the bar. And I had three beers there. And then, you know, that's the trouble. Like, it's like six o'clock because we met early. And you're kind of like a little bit buzzed. And you're like, well, like, do I end this here? Do I like sit here and like get a hangover? But you don't. You know, you're like, um, I'll just have one more. So then I had one more beer. And then I had another beer. So I had five beers. And so, I mean, at no point did I feel like I'm like partying ass. But because I drink so infrequently now and because I've been sick, I was like, whoa, you know. Um, so then you're like, you know, beating yourself up. You're like, you know, what the hell? You could have just gone home and drank some water. What's the matter with you? Um, that said, I'm going over to my parents this afternoon because in my uh, like jubilant state last night 
uh, my dad was sent, oh, sent me a text about something and I could tell that my parents want to get together and I'm like, right, let's go over to my parents tomorrow. Um, and just like have a visit or whatever. I can tell my dad wants to show us his new TV and blah, blah, blah. And so Ray's like, yeah, it's okay. Tell him I'll make it. I'll make food. So to raise credit, that was a nice thing to say. I know what he means though, because when my mom and dad invite you over for food, it's very nice. Okay. But it's always like a little bit over the top in terms of like, there's like 20 offerings and my mom has dirtied every dish in the house. I mean, she probably like went in the basement and got like other dishes out. And so for like your five minutes of eating, then you have to spend 45 minutes cleaning up and you're like, I'm tired. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do dishes because you can do dishes in your own house. And at least like you're having some control over that process. You're like, you know, like when you're cooking, you're like also emptying the dishwasher and like staying ahead of it, you know? Um, I mean, for me at this point, like week, weeknight cooking, I'll never like take on anything big, even tacos. It's so easy. Cause it's just like ground beef or whatever. But now you're like cutting up lettuce and tomatoes and, you know, Greta likes taco sauce and Wolfie likes the salsa and we've got like five kinds of cheese. And then Ray's like, do we have any limes? And you're like, Oh my God. If I thought I was going to have to dirty 500 dishes and spend like, you know, 35 minutes wiping off the counter because of like pieces of, you know, the, the farmer cheese versus the shredded cheese, you know. So I don't even know where I'm going with this. I'm just on a full on rant right now about cleaning up the kitchen. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I was because when I was feeling loose last night, I was like, yeah, we'll go over to my parents. Great. So Ray woke up at five in the morning like he does every day and he walks the dog. And if it was snowing, he'd remove the snow. And I got to say, in terms of being married, that's a perk. Because I would not have a dog if I had to walk it every day at 5 a.m. Nope, I would not. Um, and then the snow removal, I mean, damn. Because Ray goes to work at 6.30. Like, in, in teaching world, um, a lot of teachers will either go in early or, like, stay late. You know, it's, it's hard to get it all done you know, in the, in the eight hour day, you know, even with your plans and stuff. So thank you, Ray, for all your dog walking, snow removal, cooking. And then also yesterday, Greta had a sleepover and he like made the basement look so cute. He cleaned up, he went to the garage and got the cots and then he lit candles down there to like make it be cute. So, and then this morning he went out and got them donuts I mean, geez, Luis. So kudos to you, Ray Burtner, number one dad and husband right now. Um, so I just dropped Wolfie off for his Rackathon shift. And Wolfie is very, like, woke right now. And I'm into it, right? Like, I want my children to be like that. But sometimes he'll get on something. And it really is like a, a generational divide because he was talking about gentrification in San Francisco. <sighs> my God. So I know what he, you know, he's like, he's complaining about like a class system and I get it. And then he's like, yeah, you know, cause if you, if like you were, if you move into Pilsen and you know that it's Polish and Mexican, I mean, you're, you're not like letting a Mexican or Polish family live there. And I'm like, Wolfie, it's not like we're like going over to places and like kicking people out. If a middle-class family, you know, is, wants to like get that flavor and live there, then like that's, how the world works, 
you know? And he's like, yeah, well, then, then another Polish family couldn't live there. And I'm like, well, what are you saying? What is the solution here, Wolfie? And I, I didn't mean to be annoyed, but I was just like, I, you know, give, give me something I can work with here. Um, but I know what he means. Like in San Francisco, you know, all these, the tech boom is like, you know, dr- driven up um, the cost of housing. And I guess I'm sure it's because I'm older. You're like, I don't, I don't know what you want me to do about that. I'm worrying about paying my bills right now in in this gentrified community. Just kidding. I don't think Western Springs was ever, you know, uh, like a place with any ethnicity. Um, although Wolfie did tell me that the Jim Crow laws were in effect here. So there was that. Um, okay. Let me, um, you can see I'm opening doors and stuff. Right now, I'm going to go try to register Greta for summer school. Let me tell you. When I received that email that Greta did not get into her ceramics class, which Ray Bertner, as I just told you, early riser got up at like, you know, the crack O dawn, 8 a.m. the day that it's that registration started and got her in and you receive a receipt saying that a person's in a class and then then they write you back to say she's not because it's a lottery. Mm. So I did kind of embarrass myself on Friday with like a lot of like crazed emails to um the dude that does summer school who I know because I've done summer school let me tell you you don't want to be a person that tells me no for some dumb shit because you're going to hear about it um okay I'll let you know how it goes in about 15 minutes bye good morning everybody this is Heidi B it's Monday morning I've got a couple minutes here while I unload my kiln you can hear it running actually I'm a trough fan so it's not so noisy um (coughs) still sick still sick guys uh what the heck i'm i have so much phlegm it's like i could just sit and just like spit constantly i mean obviously i'm not going to do that because i'm going to be at work um so a couple of things first off i got this magazine drama so if you listen to my earlier podcast about like it's complicated about getting the magazines i did as the librarian suggested and i called lagrange library which i totally forgot about and then the woman calls today at 7:30 in the morning. What is going on with with young people that they're like, "Oh, 7:30 in the morning, that's a normal time to call somebody." I mean, I guess probably she was thinking that, you know, if it was too early, you'd let your voicemail pick up. But you know, I'm like looking at the number and you're like, "Jesus, like you think somebody's going to be dead or something, you know?" So she's like, "Oh, hi, you know." And obviously, magazines are a hot commodity there, too, because she's like, oh, I have like six. But she spared me like her, you know, the drama of it's com- it's so complicated. Um, so that was that. Then I don't even know what made me come to this realization. But also in an earlier podcast, I was talking about communicating, communicating and like texting and like how everything is so fast and things can be misconstrued and whatever. And I said that there was a situation that I wasn't able to really like elaborate on because it was still developing. So, um, what it was is I am always looking for a person that is as, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, entrepreneurial as I am, but I'm also a hard worker. You know what I mean? I'm not like some kind of like shyster or whatever. Um, and I was soliciting 
it's, you know, basically like, you know, other artists, like, you know, do you want to come work in my space? I mean, cause I, you never know, like the person, there's, it could be somebody that's just like toiling away in their basement and like wishing for a situation or they're ready to take their art career to the next level and be having a studio is so wonderful for that because well a shared space like I love when Rebecca's working I, I'll like go in there and like like talk to her and we compare notes um and it's very much like a sharing community which has always been my experience so far with artists is that there is no secrets it's like one for all all for one you know and with the exception of I will say this um, when I was soliciting a, a somebody to share my space with earlier, there was there was one lady that I just like came on kind of strong, and my mom got in my ear about it, and I I kind of gave her like the the cool it. I, I'm still looking, and now I'm wondering like if I shouldn't revisit that. But I I am trying to be better about trusting my instincts about a person or a situation. You're like, I don't know, I'm not feeling good about this. I'm just going to, you know, move on. I've always made decisions quickly. And for the most part, like, it's it, it's fine. But more and more as I get older, I, I like, try to wait. Like, when, when does the decision have to be made by, you know? So this other person that I was going to try to ha- have come to my studio kind of, like, you, you know gave me a cold prickly about when I asked her about her business and I really didn't mean anything by it. And I know this about myself. Like I am very much like, what did it cost? Uh, you know, how many hours did it take? Blah, blah, blah. But especially like, I'm, I, I don't know if it's because I'm like unconcerned about money or it's because my parents never shared anything about money. I swear to God, I, I feel like I never know like what a thing should cost or or how it should go. And I'm a curious person. And I'm also a person that shares very easily. So um, I asked this person, uh, like a business type question, and she didn't like it. And I didn't like her response. But then I was like, cool it sister, you know, like to myself, like, you know, just, just, just relax. And then I did end up having a phone conversation with her. And I could tell from our phone conversation that we were not similar people, you know, like I, and that's okay. I have got to be better about um, not expecting people to be how I am and being okay with that, you know? But that said, sometimes when you're a person that's like always like putting it out there, like that can be hard, you know? Like I put it out there with the podcast, with art, um, with school, with all these things, with my sales. I'm really like um, extroverted in terms of like my efforts and sometimes I get to a place you're like, you know, what if, what if I just didn't do any of this shit, you know? And then I was reading this book, Elizabeth Wurzel. Um, I I don't remember if it was, I was reading Prozac Nation or this now again, more or whatever it was. And she talked about like someone in her life that was funny and how she said that isn't a small thing to her and that this person brightening their day, like by making them smile and being available, like being vulnerable like that to be a friend and to be funny, like how great that was. And I'm not trying to give myself too much credit, but I was like, okay, you know, that's cool. I I hope that I am regarded like in the same way, like where I, you know, when someone extends me a kindness, I am always really happy for that, you know? So on the tails of that though, I put up my link as I always do. And somebody I know like put up this kind of like, you know, like I tried to listen and blah, blah, blah. And 
what can I say? I mean, my, my podcast has to be about like my experiences. I mean, if I was like, you know, <laughs> what's the word for a person that studies bugs? I mean, if that was what I did, if I was a bug studier, then my podcast would be about bugs. Um, you know, but I am a middle-aged mom and artist and all these things. And, uh, the, the things I'm going to talk about, especially since it's generally just like off the cuff, no research are going to be the things that are of interest to me. So then it, then something like that, like for half a second, I'm like, I don't know who listens. Okay, guys, I only see how many listens and how many downloads. And I can see that like people that subscribe. So those people I do know, but sometimes they use an alias. And then uh, this person is not gonna put me off like doing my podcast because I don't care what, what he thinks. But you do for a second. You're like, I hope everybody that's listening is like listening because they enjoy it and with an open heart and not because they're like, oh my God, who, you know, who does this bitch think she is, you know? Um, so anyways, a moment of insecurity, believe it or not, um, I do have those. It's, it's, uh, it's hard to be out there all the time, you know? Um, other than that, what can I, nothing, nothing new. I was totally sick, so sick on Saturday. Um, I already talked about that in yesterday's podcast or whatever day I put it up. So I'm hoping for a, a good week. Um, I need to, you know, stay the course with my exercise and, my positive attitude and hopefully the sun will come out again and I will maybe not be sick. I don't know. Everybody, please come to my studio. Whoops. See, that's, that's means it's time for me to go. Come to my studio Saturday from five to 8 PM. You don't have to buy anything. Just come say hello and meet my studio mate, Rebecca. She needs to feel the love. You know, she's like new on this journey. And um, actually her art is very well priced and she has prints. And I, I would say that um, like someone, everyone could buy a piece of her art. Like someone in your life would appreciate like a vibrant floral or like she does these like really kind of almost Georgia O'Keeffe-esque um, landscapes. And um, vaginas, no, just kidding. She doesn't do any vaginas like George O'Keefe. But um, come by and there'll be, you know, Miller High Life because my dad keeps dropping it off and pink champagne. That's how we do. Okay, love you. Bye.